Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the 12th Man Podcast. I am the uh, host, as usual, here. Well, not really for today, but Efren Perez. And we have an interesting panel here today because we got everybody here today for the end of the season review. We're going to be looking over the uh, reviewing the season, what happened in La Liga, in City A, and in the Premier League. And let me introduce the panel here. As always, first, I want to introduce Big Mike over here. What's up, Big Mike? Yo, what up? How do you feel? Season's over, man. Season's over. Kind of, kind of, uh, a little mixed emotions there. Kind of sad that, you know, season's over, but excited for the summer. Oh, so let's yeah. Go. Summer, summer has some big things coming on. But let me introduce somebody else here. Ruben, what's going on, Ruben? It's the end of the season, bro. Doing good, guys. Hope everyone's okay. Um, everyone's okay with the results i know i know i'm I'm a little upset with them but it's all right let's go it is what it is man but let me also introduce kevin over here what's up kev it's the end of the season man you satisfied how the season ended yeah yeah it it was all right i'm just glad it's over (laughs) i'm glad i'm just glad it's finally over it it couldn't like it couldn't have come at a sooner time this this season was so fucking up and down such a roller coaster Uh, huh such a roller coaster down to the down to the last minute roller coaster ride. <laughs> well, it's over, so no more you know roller coaster emotions anymore. And let me also introduce here Brian. What's going on, Brian? Brian. Good, 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 man. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good, good, good. I hope everyone's doing well here too. You satisfied how the season's ended? Uh, I'm actually am, and then sometimes I'm not. But I mean, I'm glad the season's over. It felt Whoa. long, actually. It has felt long, and we're going to have to look over it over that long season again. But finally, let me also introduce Henry. What's going on, Henry? It's the end of the season, bro. How do you feel? Pretty good, man. Having a good weekend. Happy that this season is over, especially on my side from the Barca side. Just finally, this nightmare is over. Looking forward to the new season. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure everyone is. But speaking of Barcelona, we are actually going to review La Liga, man, and... Let's just start it off, man, because first place, Atlético, they are the Liga champs. Second place, Real came. Third place, Barcelona. And fourth place, Sevilla. Tell me, guys, Atlético, the new champs. What, what, is it, you know, did they deserve it? You know, because I remember last episode, Kevin here said, you know, did they really deserve it after blowing that 10-point lead earlier in the season? I mean, tell me, what, what are you guys' thoughts about Atlético being the champs? Well, if it's all right, I'll go first just to let you guys. I'm pretty guys are all probably gonna go super hard on Atletico because they do deserve it. But even though they did drop points, I mean, at the end of the day, um, they did topple the the the, the La Liga giants, uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona. Um, so definitely huge credit. Um, I think uh, another great story of Atletico was seeing uh, Luis Suarez end the, the season the way he did. It's strong and, and still proving that he's still like a. Uh, a top, a La Liga top flight uh, striker, and and he could hack it. Um, so I would say they do deserve it, and uh, I mean, congratulate, congratulations to them once again. Yeah, um, I'd have to say, uh, do they deserve it? Uh, yeah, because I mean, they were they made it to the final stretch and you know won it, but at the same time, uh, you know they did drop a lot of points, had a lot of doubts. Um, I think at one point the uh, leadership wasn't even in their hands. Um, if Barcelona probably had one against that that game against Granada, maybe we would have seen a different story. 
Um, but uh, I mean, I guess you could say they were the most consistent team throughout the year. Um, you know, uh, just at the end, they gave us all a little bit of drama. Um, you know, but uh, you know, congratulations to them. And yeah, like like Rube said, man. I mean, Suarez proving still that he's a even though he's what 34 now, he's still you know doing you know his thing. You know, and La Liga scoring. I think he scored 21 or something like that goals. Um, so, goals, yeah. so um, you know, that, you know that's that, just uh, proves that proves that he still you know can play at, at the top level. Even though a lot of us are saying that it's uh, maybe it was time for him to go you know to like the MLS or something like that, go to Miami. But hey, the guy's still proving that that he's still he's still uh, worth the damn. I guess you could say. Um, so. That there, there goes Barca, you know, giving away uh, top top players still, you know, to a direct rival and then winning that Liga, you know, the year later. So there you go. That's on that's on a Barca standpoint, thanks to uh, that piece of shit president that we had. I can add to that, man. It's exciting to see uh, South another South American player like Luis Suarez still shining in La Liga. I'm excited to, to uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Sergio Aguero come in. Uh, apparently, he's been linked to Barcelona. These South American players, I mean, they're 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 ageless in La Liga, you know, like they always shine. I mean, the 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 one that really that I mean, so when I started following, the one that really stood out for me was uh, Diego Forlan, and now to see Luis Suarez following those footsteps, you know, it's great, and it's gonna be exciting coming. Up. He's he's gonna be someone to look after in the Copa America for sure, you know. So I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. There's lots of good. I think just the South American players in the La Liga just play with their heart, and it's uh it's great to see. Uh, yeah, this pr- uh, props to the South Americans all in La Liga because they add a little extra spice to, to La Liga. Definitely, they definitely do. And I, I wish we could have seen uh, uh Edison Cavani make his way over here, but you know he signed again for United, and it's all good, you know. But to see him, you know, to imagine Edison Cavani adding him to the mix, I could I, I could see someone like him still pulling it off in La Liga. I mean, he's just as quality as uh, Luis Suarez, you know. He's athletic too, so he's gonna he's gonna have a longer career, I think, longer than longer than thirty four, past thirty four for sure. I think before I he joined, I'm hold up, Edison. I think before he joined uh, United, he was actually tipped to join uh, Atletico, uh, Cavani. So, <laughs> but he went. He went to United and said, "But uh, go on, Henry. You, you were gonna say something." No, I just want to see uh, if they could, you know, keep this up into the next season. You know, because uh, I feel like um, this was a season that uh, both Real and Barca weren't really at their top top level. You know, like in past seasons. So I want to see, you know, what this team can do, you know, going forward, you know, because uh, I feel like, like, like I said before, there was times where, you know, the, 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 I guess the title race wasn't really in their own hands, you know, like it had been like maybe like at the beginning, like in the middle of the season, where like that first part of the season, they they were clear, they were clearly running away with it. Then after I think Christmas, I don't know what happened, I had like a big ass drop off, and um, you know that that's where things started to get a little tighter in the title race um i think especially after a classical um i just want to know like if they're going to be able to keep it up because i know i know real is going to be making a lot of changes i know bars going to make a lot of changes i know real is going to get mbappe in um bars is trying to get a lot of players out and get and bring something new in so i just want to know if they're going to be able to keep it up because just with just you know this season we saw that even with barca and real being you know like not at the level that they usually are we saw Atletico still struggle against them. So I just want to know, you know, like if they're going to be able to keep it up next season. And you forgot to mention Sevilla. I think Sevilla is also going to get better. Yeah, them too. Them Definitely too. Just because to support Une Emery, he did a, <laughs> or sorry, a, 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 their manager that he's done a good job season to support him to, to keep 
being competitive in the league. Lopetegui, right? Lopetegui. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but to answer everyone, everyone's uh, uh, opinion there as far as uh, did Atletico deserve it, I honestly believe that they did because although they dropped, uh, I think it, they had up to like 14 points at one point, uh, although they dropped such a big number of points there, they never fell behind. They never trailed um, in the, in a week, although they kept it close even to a one-goal difference to winning this. They... They managed to to keep the two giants from La Liga asleep, although it, it it took some work, but it just shows that they are still up there. You know, they have never really dropped the ball because they're not they're not they're technically they're never supposed to be winning this. There's it's either supposed to be Real or Barca trying to win La Liga, and when Atletico comes out of nowhere and wins it, everyone is like, oh, we just had a bad season. But we got to give uh, the merit to Atletico that they've kept it going the whole season, even with their struggles and dropping so many points. They still push through it. And to the last second, they push through it. And you know, like everyone's saying, Suarez happened to step up uh, this year for them, and it worked out. Yeah, I think especially like in the first half of the season is where they were really like you know, going away with it. Like, we saw them just, you know, winning, 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 not dropping points, getting that gap. Um, like I said, they, had, they were the most consistent team out of out of everyone in La Liga. Um, but, uh, yeah, get married to them. Um, I don't know if Diego Simeone is going to still, you know, stay on, though, for the next season. Um, I know there's been some, some doubt, you know, with him just because of the way they almost did drop the ball. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to them. They did really, really good. Um, I think they just need to if, if Diego Simone is gonna stay, he's gotta change some things up as well as far as the lineup goes, not be so defensive, try to, you know, exploit uh Draw Felix's talent a lot more. Cause I mean, I feel like um there was times where like Draw Felix wasn't even like he'd be on the pitch, but I didn't even know he was on the pitch, you know. So he needs to find a way to to help that kid. You can't just rely on Suarez, you know. And Suarez is yeah, like I said, he's thirty four, he's still doing his thing, but you know, age can't catch up after a while you know so he needs to help this kid draw felix out he needs to exploit him he is you know if he's going to stay there a while he's going to be the future so he needs to really do something to help that kid out do you I think know, i know that. brian i know brian's a big Suarez fan like uh, what do you think about his performance this season brian do you think uh he could keep it up uh, for next season uh, i definitely do uh luis Suarez, like man that guy is a killer uh Dude, every time like he's in a box, I automatically know it's a goal. Um, you can't doubt him as much as uh you guys want him to. Uh, this guy's a killer. Age doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter at all. Um, it it really doesn't matter because like he's over here pushing himself, and uh, I'm not uh I'm not shocked about this. Uh, congratulations to Atletico, really. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, even though they lost uh, 11 points. I mean, they have that number nine. Uh, to me, I believe he's the best player of all time, of all, like, nines, in my opinion. Uh, he, uh, he he went there, and he won a Liga. I think you got to check your history on that on that nine. But, 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 but nope. Uh, nope. I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but I would just double-check your whole entire history on those nines. Nope. I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my opinion because uh, I feel like he is the best nine. Um, let me tell you this right now, Big Mike. 
when he arrived to Barcelona, this man did not play for four months. And this man, in his first year, he won the Champions League, he won the Copa del Rey, he won La Liga. This man went to Atletico Madrid, saying because he was old, this man won La Liga right there. I mean, this man did everything. He has done everything. Well, I'll tell you what, I think he deserves credit in the sense that, you know what, I think it's just like, I think what made him leave, uh, what they, what Barca thought is that he had lost his athleticism. And he is definitely a slower player. He doesn't have the same speed that he used to have as a youngster, but he's he's definitely still ha- still has the precision, I think is the biggest thing. is He's got a high goal, and he's always going to have it. That I think that that I was I was watching that goal we scored uh, uh, the other day, and, and um, man, he looked tired by the <laughs> end of that run. He looked tired at the end of that run, but he knew where the open spot was in goal, and he took it, and he took it perfectly. Um and 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 uh, I mean, they got to take advantage of him, of having him on the squad because that's just going to develop draw Felix more as well. So so you know, um, and a shame that they're getting Cavani because that would also help draw Felix. But uh, yeah, was in, in a player like a, a player like Suarez that um, that comes similar to mind is Carlos Tevez. Like the, I'm telling you, these South American players they play with their hearts out. Like they're dogs, man, and they got that. They got that street football mentality, like, I'm going to get mine, you know? Like, that's what I like about these forwards, and that's what I think keeps them at that quality for so many years, you know? But let me throw this one at you guys. Like, there's rumors that Lataro Martinez might be coming into Atletico Madrid. Do they need another striker? Do, do, do I mean, they don't even utilize him. They had Marcos Llorente playing as a forward. The, his natural position is a cent- center defensive midfielder. So it's like... Why you? Why, I, this is this is my problem with Atletico Madrid this season. They had so many offensive options. Probably the best offense that you know um, that was in La Liga this season, but they played more defensively. You know they they had a really strong team going into the Champions League, but they chose to play more defensively. I think uh, with another lineup, they could you know they could be a threat, but. This is this has been my problem with Diego Simeone. Like it's too defensive, and I don't think he should be playing in that style. You know, it, it's it, it. The game has changed. You know, and he he needs to. In order to be more successful, I think he should change his tactics to more offensive tactics. Definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Like he, I feel like uh, maybe bringing in like a younger number nine would be good. Um, but again, like you said, like. They need to change their uh, their system, their lineup, you know, or their tactics. I'm sorry, um, from being so defensive to be more offensive. I mean, you, if you're gonna get, if you're gonna go for players like Lautaro Martinez, Lautaro Martinez needs balls into the area so he could utilize, so you could, uh, you know, put him into the back of the net. You know, if not, then there was the point of having him. Well, so, I will yeah, say, like, I'm sorry. Are, are no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think, I think actually, what we were like, uh, Lautaro Martinez, I think. To be honest, I think he'd be a better fit for Atletico than Jao Felix is. Like, if they were to let Jao Felix go and let uh, him come in, I think that'd be better because he does like playing almost like a numbered, like, 10 role, like, kind of just, like, feeding the, the top striker. So it would basically be Lautaro Martinez uh, feeding uh, Luis Suarez, which he's he's been able to do with Lukaku. Um, and I could just imagine him doing it with someone like Luis Suarez who's got just so much experience. He's just... He's just gonna hand the ball over to him, and Luis Suarez is gonna do his thing. So I think that would work a lot too. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I think uh, Joao Felix. It is at some point like uh, Diego Simeone's fault because he is a defensive-minded coach, uh, but it also doesn't like Joao Felix is 
you know, if he's playing for a top club, he needs to work for his coach. He's he's not very defensive minded. I think Yannick Carrasco actually ended up coming back and being more of a of a of a, of a big player for for Diego Simeone, in the, especially in the last month. Like this guy's just been balling out and doing his work defensively, and also uh, creating uh, on the on the attacking side of the ball too. So, so I think Lutaro Martinez would be a good pickup for them, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, let's just all, at least we could say congratulations to Atletico Madrid for winning it. You know, congrats, you know, a hand of applause to you. Um, you know, uh, congratulations to all your fans. Hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and uh, we don't, we should, yeah, there you go, there you go. And well, I guess we'll move on to Madrid. And we got two Madrid fans here. Well, I think Madrid and uh, and Barcelona, they, they just had a uh, struggling season altogether. I think that's how I would word their their season. It was a struggling season from from injuries to COVID to money-wise. Like, it was just so many variables there that led them to where they ended up. And even then, they, you know, they, they show that they're still, you know, big contenders because they didn't let up. No matter what they went through, uh, to the, this last uh, two two uh, weeks, where Barcelona got dropped off at the last week, and then Real Madrid was just short this week. But it was, I mean, if you look at it from from a fan perspective, it it was an amazing season because you you there was times where I I I'm not a fan, but I of these teams, but I can only imagine the fans saying, you know what, I'm done with my club, and then all of a sudden. Oh shit! My club's back in there. Like you, you were going through this roller coaster uh, with both teams. I know that. Uh, I know some of these Real Madrid fans itself. They they're disappointed that they didn't win, but I don't think they did. They were disappointed how they ended the season. Wouldn't you guys agree? I think definitely. I think they they ended on a high. Uh, I mean. The way things turned out in the beginning of the season, it's unfortunate, you know, and, and I think it's more than just uh, uh, the injuries, too. It's just, you know, I think everyone, I mean, Barca still has Messi, you know what I mean? As long as Barca has Messi, they're going to be competitive. And I think we all thought that uh, a Real Madrid without Cristiano would not be competitive, and they kind of shown that they still kind of got it. So so that's definitely like a high for me, personally. I mean, obviously, a trophyless season, it hurts. No one likes that as a Real Madrid fan. We expect trophies every single year. Um, but I mean, we got to be realistic in, in 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 losing a player like like Ronaldo and uh, and uh, honestly, we're trading in the right direction. I think at the end of the season, what I'm what I could see from from where we're at right now and the position we're in right now and not and being second place is that well, there is hope for the future and and we're we are uh, transitioning into this new future without Cristiano. Um, and we're doing it not so bad in a not so bad situation. The only thing I'm worried about is the whole Zidane rumors. You know what I mean? Because um, it's a tread in that direction. I think we got to keep Zidane uh, uh, Zidane, and uh, we got to keep Zizou. Uh, and that's just my biggest thing: is that we got we got to do anything we can to keep Zizou because he has a, a a beautiful understanding of the game. It flows it flows good with him, and 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 uh, he just knows what it is to to, to be in a competitive to be in the Champions League every year, to be comp- uh, to be in a in a in a, in a La Liga title race every year. Um, so that's just me. Just hold on, hold on to Zizou at all costs. Though he didn't have like the most uh, successful season, you know, at Real Madrid, the you know trophyless season. Although that happened, I think he's still the right coach for Real Madrid. Just because it was like 
you know, he, his, uh, you know, because of COVID and the injuries and everything, but nonetheless, you know, he managed to bring a club together. He tried to put, um, put Hazard in the mix. It didn't go well, but, uh, I mean, it's clear as day now. Hazard is not going to be the guy for Real Madrid. I mean, for me, I think the most uh, improved player was uh, Vinicius, and behind him was Eder Militao, you know, who who would have thought? I, you know, known, Kevin, you I know? think I would rather give it to Militao as the most improved and then maybe Vinicius, probably yeah, the other way yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, you look at the way Vinicius started, at least now he's finishing. At least now he's finding the back of the net. Yeah. So I'm 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 happy because of that, you know. Like Zidane was able to, you know, he had his hopes. You know, he's he, you know everyone doubted this kid, and you know he was like, just give him time, you know, just give him time, and you know slowly but sure, you know he's not there yet, but slowly but surely he's been showing some improvement. So I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Uh, yeah, I I think we do need a, a Zidane still the dude because I mean, rumors are that if it's not Zidane, it's gonna be Massimo Allegri. You know. And that's a whole nother mind, you know, like that's another, that's a whole different lineup. That's a whole different scheme, you know, like we, it's going to dismantle. He's going to dismantle what Zidane's been trying to put together this season, you know. Yo, Brian, um, from what, I, from your face, what I can see, you have a face of disappointment, man. I feel like that's all of us uh, on the Barca side this season, man. What's good? Man? What's up? Well, I mean, before we get into Barca, uh, I just want to say to uh, to all the Madrid fans, um, despite you guys not winning anything, I know that hurts. Um, you know, you guys should feel happy due to the reason that, uh, you know, due to the reason that uh, you guys, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you know, you guys went to the semifinals, the Champion Leagues, uh, you know, uh, your coach, Sidan, over here uh, trying uh, young players. Uh, so, uh, you know, you guys have a bright future. For sure. Uh, and the Barca, yeah, man, I'm disappointed. Uh, Henry, I'll give you all to Barca, man. Nah, disappointed too, man. Um, even though we won the Copa del Rey, it doesn't even feel like we won anything. Um, it, to me, it was the uh, one of the, the crappiest seasons we've had, you know. Um, and we've been having crappy seasons, but, you know, even though we did win a Copa del Rey, it doesn't really mean anything because – when it comes when it came to important moments, important matches, big matches, you know, Barca never showed up, you know, and uh, you know, I, I have to blame not just the players, but the coach as well. The coach has for me is a is a big person to blame. Um uh he just never got his tactics right. Um, especially when it came to, you know, you know, in important moments, classicos, uh champions leagues, even in the leagues when we when we when we could have won when we could have, you know, gone top of the table. You know, as they say in England, he bottled it. You know, he, he didn't know what to do, you know. Um, so, for me, it was a disappointing season. I feel like it's as if we won nothing because I feel like we didn't. Um, I know some people you know, on the Barca side, you know, some fans, you know, can be can conform just with a, a Copa del Rey. Like, oh, we got one over uh, uh, Madrid. But that's not really saying anything because I feel like we, we didn't win. I, for me, it's like we won nothing, you know, and that's no disrespect to Madrid. Um, it's just that I just feel like we didn't win anything. You know, I feel like uh, it was we, we we did nothing. Um, so yeah, disappointing season. A lot of changes to be made. I know the president has been saying he's gonna be making a lot of changes. Uh, Coleman, in my opinion, um, he needs to go. Uh, he's not the coach for this team. Um, I'm, I I respect him as a as a player, legendary player for us. Um, gave us our first Champions League. That's great. But as a coach, 
we've seen his track record and he's not an elite coach you know um who's the next know, guy I, who's the next guy name one guy who you think is the next guy for me if it, if it's not going to be chavi if it's not going to be chavi it has to be uh garcia pimienta the one that the one that's coaching barsha b he has to be he has to be a guy from from home you know he knows the player he knows the team he's been been coaching barsha b for a, a while now he knows the system he knows the identity he could bring up a lot of young players from barsha b you know, he, he knows the style of play, our DNA. So I, we need someone from home. You know, I, I keep hearing a lot of people saying, oh, let's get Flick. Let's get uh, uh, the guy from Ajax. Uh, let's get that guy. Let's get this. It's like, no, 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 no. Calm down. You know, let's let's get someone from home that knows our style and know what, what, what he needs to do. So I, I know there's a lot of speculation. I'm not I'm not going to speculate on who or what or what's, or what's up until it, it comes officially from the president and his board. You know, that's the type of a, a fan I am, you know, so. There's just a lot of change that need to be made. A lot of veteran players that need to go. Um, you know, the Piquets, the Jordi Arbas, the Busquets, the Sergio Roberto. All these guys need to go. It's time, you know. Thank you. I appreciate all the good times, but, you know, you guys are ruining your own legacy. You know, all the great things you guys did these past couple of years, you're fucking it up. So it's time to go. Yo, uh, to, know, add, I- to, uh, to add to that, you know, Henry just said, um, you know, I didn't uh, – I didn't believe him when uh, Koyman said that he should be gone, but now I do uh, due to the reason, like, you know, we lost some games because of him. Uh, his, subs- uh, his substitutes uh, weren't, uh, weren't good at times. Um, you know, the Granada game, uh, the, the Levante game, that one messed us up badly. So, uh, Delta. you know, I think, yeah. So, you know, those games, you know, those messes, they messed us up. So, you got to go. Yeah, you know, man. like, um, to, to add what you're saying, Henry, like, um, I think although you guys won a trophy and, you know, um, it, you want to finish the season with like some aspirations like, oh, like we're going to be good next season, you know, like, but to end this way, it's like, oh, shit, like we have no hope. We need to change everything. So I think that although Real, you know, not not to talk shit or, you know, start anything like although Real didn't win anything, I feel like we're in a better position to like you know, have a better project next year. We, we've implemented a good lineup. Now we have to keep that, the coach, keep that same lineup, keep that same energy and bring it forward to the next season. Well, I mean, depends how you see it. But, you know, for me, as a Barcelona fan, I'm just glad it's over, man. I don't want to, I don't want to get into it. I'm just glad it's over. Henry, I get it. You want Garcia Pedmenta, but I'm sorry, man. I... He's good, but I don't. I really don't see him lasting very long. I'd rather have, you know, of course the rumor is Chavi right now, but you know I'd rather have uh, either him or uh, Eric Tinhag of of IX because the reason why I believe he's a good coach, he has shown it. You know, IX they play similar football to Barcelona. That's basically Barcelona's, you know, second academy. It, the amount of players that went from Ajax to Barcelona, I would rather have him. But if we get Xavi, I wouldn't be, you know, upset either. Either one is fine for me. But I mean, it out of all we've Barcelona has had a lot of Dutch coaches. You know, you look at the great Johan Cruyff. He's probably the best out of the bunch. You have because you know Johan Cruyff was the coach who won Barcelona their first. Uh, uh, Champions League. Then you have Louis Van Gaal, who uh, basically dominated La Liga with Barcelona, and then you have uh, Frank Rijkaard, who, out of those three, is the worst out of the bunch. Even though he won Barcelona their second Champions League, 
Because, yeah, he is the worst out of the bunch. If you look, Yeah, he is. If you look at his last two seasons at Barcelona, it ended in a terrible way. But, you know, Coleman, with the, uh, those three added on there, he's the worst of the bunch. But I would rather have either Ten Hag or Chavi for next season. Right now, I'm just glad the season's over. You know, I would, you know, when we started, when Barcelona started the season, I did not expect Barcelona to win anything. I said we'd be lucky if we even win the Copa del Rey. We did. They exceeded my expectations at when I was thinking in the beginning. But, you know, did I believe we were going to win the Liga? At one point we did. But, at you know, at the same time, I said, if we're not going to win it, at least, you know, go out you know, by, you know, losing it by one point or something like uh, Real has, you know, they lost it by two points. So I would have preferred that, if anything, that would have showed, all right, there's still some fight, there's still some hunger in this team. So I don't know, but you guys, what do you think about Sevilla? They got fourth place and they were, they were mounting a title challenge at some point in the league. So what do you guys think about Sevilla? I know Lopetegui was the former Real Madrid coach. It didn't work out so well, and now it's working out in uh, Sevilla. So what do you guys think? Had a very competitive season in general, just in total. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, being in the Copa del Rey finals and stuff, and, and unfortunately losing that, uh, and, and then making it to the round of 16. But they've stayed competitive amongst, uh, you know, amongst amongst Atletico, Barca, Real. And that's, uh, that's, that's very good. I think they're trending in the right direction. Um, I think names like Rakitic coming back with massive, uh, huge, huge additions to the team. I think it, it brought back some sort of identity that they that they've had that they had that they needed. Um, so I think Sevilla's uh, trading in the right direction, and 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 they're going to be a little better next year. I think uh, for sure. I think it's I think the La Liga is just going to get a little bit more competitive next year. I think Real Madrid's going to get better. I think Barca's going to get better. I think Sevilla's going to get better. I think Villarreal is going to get better. Um, a lot of a lot of teams are going to be really good next year, and Sevilla is going to be competing for top four Champions League spot once again next season. I think all in all, like not just Sevilla, but the whole this this season was kind of uh, competitive, you know, especially the second half of the season for you know the, the top four that ended the season. Uh, um, obviously, Sevilla came with it, like, uh, like everyone said. At one point, they did you know have like a, a chance at the title. Um, if any of the if like let's say Atletico or Real would have dropped the drop points at any moment, Sevilla could have pounced, you know, because they were that close. So, yeah, man, we hadn't seen, you know, a com- that's one thing I, I will, that I will say that this season was probably one of the more competitive and entertaining uh, La Liga seasons that we had seen in a while, just because it's always been, you know, Barça, Real, Barça, Real, Barça, Real. Um, maybe here and there in Atletico, you know, I don't know, or like kind of like this season, but a little different just because it was a little bit more competitive. So um, I will say that, that you know, thanks to, you know, teams like Sevilla who kept the pressure on, you know, that it, it was able to, we were able to see something different this season. Yeah, of course. I honestly, uh, like, I like sometimes the story of the underdog, right? And I always felt that Sevilla could have pushed a little harder and they could have maybe even up, end up in the top three and what i enjoyed watching them was that you never knew what you were going to get if you were going to get a a a dominant game or if you were just going to get a a floppy game so that just means that they're just scrappy you know so those are to me i think sometimes those teams are the most dangerous teams because you don't know what kind of energy they're going to come into the pitch and i enjoyed uh watching them you know surf up the that table 
and actually keep pressure on the top three. Because any of the top three make too many errors, who knows? They probably would have won it. Um, but I I honestly kind of like the way they played uh, this season. Um, and I think they, they stayed pretty consistent with the losses and the wins, but they were pretty consistent. I can only imagine uh, if they might what they're going to bring next season, especially them making it to the Champions League. <laughs> one of these, one of, uh, one of the things that I wanted to add to this is I think uh, Lupetegui is the right coach for Sevilla. They didn't work out at Real Madrid, um, but I think that some coaches are meant to coach big teams and some coaches are meant to coach smaller teams. And it, that's not a bad thing. You know, I think with smaller teams, you can, um, you have more space uh, for creativity and there's not so much... Uh, uh, pressure. pressure for you to follow this uh, all Brazilian lineup or all European lineup. You know, you could just mix it up. You can have whatever you want. It's not a problem. You know, like, do you guys think that uh, Papu Gomez would have been able to play at Real Madrid? I don't think so. That That's something that no. would only happen at a team like Sevilla. So, I mean, although I, I don't like Lupetegui, I think he's at the right place at the right time and Given more time, I think he can. I could think he could do a lot more with that Sevilla side and make it stronger. Uh, I'm in agreement, yeah. But uh, my my last thing with uh, La Liga champ, uh, Barca Real, hopefully can come back stronger next season. Hopefully Sevilla too and Valencia and all these other uh, teams can come up for for the next season and make it you know more competitive. This year with it was uh, especially at the end super competitive. You know, hopefully we can bring that that same energy uh, for the season and see how it goes. So yeah. Uh, other than that, just congratulations to all the teams, I guess. Well said, Henry. Yeah, I. Well, uh, I mean, last thoughts for me on La Liga is that it was an it was a uh, it was a nail biter all the way to the end. Um, although our big teams from the La Liga were kind of juggling shit around, but it was still a nail biter to the very end. And I even want to see what Gary wants to do uh, next season because they happen to stick in there. So uh, you know, congratulations to Cadiz. Yeah, they, you 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 never know. I mean, La Liga is starting to kind of get back on their feet. So, um, excited for next season. Hopefully, we can see fans at the stadiums for the upcoming season. Hopefully, it's the best league right now. Wow. All right, then. Well, <laughs> it was a well, competitive season. Let's just, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to the next one, you guys, and that is a City Eye. Because for those who don't. For those who don't know, Inter Milan, they won the City I like, you know, a couple weeks back. But it was, the interesting part about City I was that top four and how it ended. It ended to, to the final game of the season. Brian actually got this one right, bro. He actually got it right. He said AC Milan was going to get second, and look what happened. AC Milan got second place, so they're into they're back in the Champions League. AC Milan is back in the Champions League. Maybe that's why uh, Michael is wearing the AC Milan jersey because of AC cue the, Milan. Cue the music, Mike. Cue the music. <laughs> nice jersey. Cue nice jersey. Cue the music, Mike. No. But, but it was a it was a it was a uh, pretty good season at Serie A too. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually surprised Inter Milan was able to hold on to that title to the last minute. You know, uh, they they picked up. And they never looked back. Uh, this this season, uh, again, just like around the whole football world, it was just uh, it was a shock. Just like everybody was in quarantine all last year, uh, this season across all football world has been a complete shock. 
um, and the top three teams making it back into the Champions League, that right there for uh, Serie A, I think, is now showing back to their back to the roots in the 90s and the 80s where, you know, they would play hard football. So it's, it's starting to show. I don't know what you guys think about uh, Serie A, but I like it. I like the way it's, it's shaping up. Well, first of all, I have to say congratulations to Inter because I hadn't even said that to them because I know they won it a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so congratulations to Inter for, for uh, dethroning Juve dominance over the past 10 years. And, uh, Antonio, Antonio Conte came in and, and uh, you know, finally was able to get the pieces right. And, uh, yeah, like Mike said, he they grabbed that 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 leadership in the in the in the Serie A and never dropped it and there you go um AC Milan looked to in the first half of the season looked like they were you know gonna be champs but dropped the ball and uh you know Ipra had some injuries and yeah there you go so congratulations to them but I'm happy like Mike said to see that you know AC after seven years of not being in the Champions League I can't believe it's been seven years since we've seen them in a Champions League that they're finally back in it. Atalanta uh, fighting to the end I feel again, old. dude. I'm t- right, <laughs> right. Like it's been I, like when I saw when I was watching the the game earlier, um, they said, "Oh, they're finally back after seven years." I was like, "Has it been seven fucking years since they freaking played in the Champions League? That's freaking insane." So we've seen Napoli go through. We've seen uh, I think Lazio has gone even into the Champions League in these past couple of years. So it's it's insane. Roma. Roma, you know. So it's insane to 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 think like, wow, it's been seven years, and these guys are seven time uh, Champions League winners. I think they're only second to Madrid. So it's like, damn, seven years of, of misery. So. Hey, I'm happy that they're back. Um, Juve was able to get in at the last minute, um, so good for them. Obviously, uh, maybe now we'll see something because I know the speculation has been going on that all oh, that uh, Cristiano, if if Juve don't make it, he's leaving. But now that they made it in the Champions League, we have to see you know how how that's gonna play out. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I, I see something different happening now. Man, this this Serie A season got me feeling like it's 2003 or something. Uh, just both Milan teams being competitive. Uh, so it's been super great in that. But I will say, uh, you know, Mikey said something about being surprised that Inter was able to hold on. And I don't think I'm surprised by that at all. I think Conte came in and, uh, you know, already had a, an, an established team with him. And then he added guys like Lukaku, Martinez, came up through the years and stuff. And then, like, some senior players. Uh, uh, or Hakimi was also a good one, but some senior players like Young came in. And honestly, I think uh, this team in Italy has been the team with the most depth you look through that lineup and it's also a thing that I'm surprised like they didn't do as well in the Champions League because this team is pretty deep uh you know they got guys like uh Erickson and Vidal and and uh uh Perisic coming off the bench um guys who've been around the, around the world not just around the league but around the world and have been competitive around the world um and and I think it was this was gonna happen either way I think I thought in the beginning of the season, I thought the only thing that could stop this team is going to be Cristiano and Juve, which actually didn't even end up being them. But, uh, but I mean, all all praise to uh, Inted. I mean, it's 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 great that the La City has uh, turned out like this because I think this is something that we've all, uh, as fans of the game, this is something we've been waiting for for a really long time. Is for City to be as entertaining as it was this year, and also just both the Milan teams just competing, competing, competing. Because um, I've always thought City has. Uh, a, th- a, a three club team, not like uh, uh, a La Liga that's Real and Barca, but in uh, in uh, Italy, it's always got to be AC, Inter, and Juve. Um, and now we got other teams in there as well, like Napoli and Atalanta, um, Lazio coming close, uh, Roma getting close. 
Um, so I think it's just been an overall great season, man. And uh, like I said, all congratulations to Inter. They deserve it. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I feel that the one that had one of the, I guess they, I don't know how they dropped the ball towards the last second, Nopali, with uh, Pirlo there. I mean, sorry, uh, uh, Gattuso there. You know, um, how do you, how do you, you know, they they were so close to getting back in there, and then they just drop it, you know, at the last second. I don't know about you guys, but I feel that as much as he was preaching to leave a legacy, kind of drop his legacy um, at, at the tunnel there right before he's going into the pitch. Well, I it's mean, actually, I think, oh, it's, actually com- it's actually confirmed that Gattuso will not be continuing with Napoli next season, so... Yeah, That's he already has sad. said that he was not going to, but he wanted to leave a legacy. But and he was leaving one uh, as far as two weeks ago <laughs> was going on, and then today that he needed to show up. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw some of the highlights or the game itself. A lot of his players were there crying on the pitch, like um, yeah. kind of pick up yourself up. I, and it, it kind of seemed like to me he was kind of like the final flop at that last game. Well, I think, uh, like they say, sometimes these teams can't handle the pressure. I think this is one of the things where they just couldn't handle the pressure, you know, because they just didn't know what was going on. Obviously, all the games are being played at the same time. So I think they, they were thinking too much about uh, what was, what Juve was doing and, and not concentrating on the game itself. You know, uh, I think Hellas Verona, uh, you know, weren't even – they had nothing to lose. So they like, let's go and get it, you know. So, you know, I think that's one thing that, that – Napoli needs to, you know, hopefully with a new coach, they'll get that out of their heads, whereas they just need to focus on themselves and not focus on what's going on anywhere else. And uh, as far as Gattuso goes, well, you know, I'll give him, you know, credit just because I know he's been dealing with a lot of health issues. So, you know, he's been trying to push his team, uh, you know, into a Champions League. Unfortunately, uh, on the day that it mattered, they didn't get it. The, the team, like I said, well, didn't handle the pressure the pressure correctly, so you know it's unfortunate for them. But at least they'll they'll Europa League. Hey, you know at least they'll get that. <laughs> so yeah. What do you guys think about Juve season? To say, I got something to say before we go there. Okay. I got something to say about Juve. I mean about Inter. Uh, I think um, Inter started turning it up. Uh, they turned their season around as soon as they had no other competitions to worry about. So. My question to the panel here, everyone, are their players, are is their coach just a one competition kind of kind of thing? Because Lukaku was not turning up in any other competition. As soon as he had one to focus on, he was there, you know, and, and, and that's good and everything. But we're but the thing that has been <coughs> critiqued for is his fitness it's is his uh he can't keep up you know he can't finish 90 minutes and you know he struggles with that so it's like are we seeing the success of inter just because of they only had one concentrate one thing to concentrate on or are they really that club right now you know well we'll have to wait i guess for next season since they'll be defending champions and they'll be fighting in you know the Champions League. Um, I think, yeah, you're you're correct. They were inconsistent in other uh, competitions, um, getting knocked out early in the Champions League. Um, but uh, maybe they have they have debt in their squad, like Rube said. But um, I think they need to have like the subs need to be more competitive to to the starters. You get I me? Mean, they need to 
guy like you know Alexis Sanchez um, needs to try to be fighting to be the uh, be in the starting lineup, you know, and I feel like uh, he didn't really do that. So I think Ethan needs to find maybe a couple more players, maybe one or two that can be a little bit more competitive up top. Maybe someone that could uh, you know fight for that uh, starting lineup against uh, Lukaku, like Kevin said, you know. So um, I think I think what they wanted really was to win La Serie A. I think that was that was really what their focus was on this season. This we need to win it just to 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 win something important because it's been a long time since we won a Serie A. So I think that's where their concentration was at. Like okay, let's just win this and then we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's where their concentration was at and and they got it. Kind it, it was kind of like a kind of like an Atletico Madrid type of mentality at times. Where they just wanted to focus on winning La Liga, and and this that's how it kind of went down for Inter a little bit, even though Atletico made it a little bit farther in the Champions League. But you know, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. All I know is that it was, it you know, finally we got to see something different in La Serie A. It's it been boring, you know, after a while it got boring. Um, and that's no disrespect to Juve. Juve, I mean, hey, they did their thing and then they've been winning. But the, I think the biggest topic right now is um with. Cristiano like is he gonna stay is he gonna go what's going on because I know that's a lot of speculation going down with him like is he gonna go to PSG is he gonna go to United is he gonna stay now that they made it into the Champions League because I mean at the end of the game I saw he was he was celebrating he looked happy um so I don't know I don't know if, if it's uh if he'll stay or not I don't know what you guys think I was I mean that's another jab and a controversial thing that I wanted to bring up uh if you watch this last game that they played against Bologna they played better without Ronaldo. And I'm the first to be like, Ronaldo's the shit. Trust me. But this young Juve side played better without him. I saw it. I saw it. And it's not the first time I saw I've seen it. But it was against Bologna. So, you know, that that that's another thing you could throw in there. But, I mean, I think he could stay. You know, I think he could stay. But maybe he needs to start playing less. He can maybe start playing less, give space to um, other players that are coming through, but uh, I, I don't think he—I don't think he should leave. I really don't, uh, especially they're in the Champions League. So why even, you know, why even force that move anyway? You know, I, I'd understand if they weren't in the Champions League, because you know, as one of the best players in the world, yeah, you need to be playing Champions League football. But they're in the Champions League, so it's like. You need to, you need to see, yeah, he needs to ride it through. He needs to stick. Yeah, I think definitely uh, uh, Ronaldo's, I think his best option is for him to stay in La Liga, or sorry, in Serie A, just because, uh, I mean, Real Madrid said, uh, I think, uh, Sporting Lisbon, although that'd be great to see him go back to Sporting or something like that, it'd be, it doesn't make sense. Uh, United doesn't make sense. Uh, we have, we, we just need players in a different position. Um, and, uh, I mean, MLS, he's above that. I think he's above that. I don't think he's he's worthy of ML, or uh, MLS is worthy of his of his talents and stuff. Um, so that's I mean I will say like yeah I mean Kevin's uh, idea of him coming off the bench or stuff like that. I mean greats in Juve have done it before like Del Piero. You know what I mean? It'd be cool to see Cristiano Ronaldo in that type of role. But I I but I also think he's uh, I wouldn't call it an ego because he's totally right to feel that he's better than coming off the bench. He is. Um, but I mean, you're right in this last game, you did see that they did play better without him, I think, but it also comes back to, oh, Morata had a better game than usual. He doesn't always play like that. Um, I mean, and, 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 and towards this last few games of the season that people did not rate, uh, 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 as high as he did in the, in the beginning of the season. And now he's playing them. And now 
he's they're doing well. So it's like, you know, if Cristiano would have had Dybala next to him the whole season, maybe they would have done better. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of questions I got, I, I got about about Juve, uh, where they're at as a team. Um, about Andrea Pirlo. And, dude, it's a lot, man. I got questions, bro. I got I got so many questions about Juve, man. Uh, um, I think this has definitely like been the lowest point in in Cristiano Ronaldo's career, and that makes and it's and at the end of the day, it's going to be his decision whether he wants to stay or go or whatever it is. Yeah, but um, you got you got to uh, Ruben, you got to look at it as far as he had a lot of injuries and he got COVID for a long time, so it, it removed him off the pitch for a long time. So he maybe the same impact that he he could have had at Juve. It was limited because of the whole COVID thing and some of the injuries that he had. So I wouldn't put it on him to as his lowest part of his career because how can you have how can you put that in your career when you weren't there? You know, you were going through COVID. COVID is something that a lot of people can I mean, we still don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, well, I'll tell you right now, if Cristiano was here and he was on the podcast, he'd tell you this was the worst part. I mean, can you remember Cristiano Ronaldo having a season like this? Well, yeah, he feels I mean, he that. Scores, which is he always does. Yeah, that. but he feels himself that it, it wasn't him, right? But of course it wasn't him because he wasn't even there. You know what I mean? I, I can agree even with him. Like, how, how can you even compare this to the rest of your, your career when you weren't there? You know, you can't compete with your own stats if you're not there. That's like, you know, you're the best worker at whatever job you have, but. If you're not there, how can you? How can we count on your job, on your performance? You know what? You know what, Mike? I think he still came out think... top scorer this season. If I'm, hey, he if did, I'm he mistaken. did. But here's the thing: is I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo thinks about it like my individual performance is what makes me good. Yeah. I don't think that at all. I think he, even though he has an ego and and you, he, you know, I'm not gonna say he doesn't, you know, put himself above other players sometimes. Because like, just he's just an elite player and he's just like, right. oh, well, these guys aren't as good, but. It's the team's results that he believed that he that he like that gets that gets to him. You know what I mean? If Real Madrid wasn't doing good, he wasn't gonna be like, oh well. I'm, I don't think I ever heard him say like I'm better than everyone else in the club. I think we could see that he sometimes thinks that, but he doesn't come out flat out and say it. Yeah, of whatever course. the team's result is, is his fate also. You know what I mean? I think he thinks just because I mean, I'll give... because uh, 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 Juve didn't win the Serie A this year, he feels like he's failed. And well, yeah, because he, he, he's a time, he's but. a great competitor. Any person that likes to lose, then you're not a competitor. He's a competitor. He wants to win, and it doesn't matter what jersey he has on. He wants to win. He wants to come out on top. And and he, you, it's not a, an individual sport. It is a team sport. So he wants his team to come on top. You know, I think that he just feels. You know, that he's gonna stay. And I'm and and as far as what I feel, yeah, he's I going what, to uh, stay. We're, 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 yeah, I, I feel that he's going to stay because, you know, he feels in debt to the team as far as he has more to give. And now, uh, let's say they've regulated this whole COVID stuff. The fans are going to be back and he wants to give them more. And that's why I feel he's going to stay, you know, because like you, you said, he probably feels he came a little short, you know, uh, as far as the whole team, you know. Cue, cue the Michael Jordan. And if you don't want to play that way, then don't play at all. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> and, I t- and I take it personally. Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, definitely, man. You I- know, to me, to me, I think the worst uh, team in this Serie A, uh, although they made it, you know, second place or whatever. To be honest with you, I think it's AC Milan. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but AC Milan to me 
is probably one of the worst uh, teams on this uh, Serie A uh, table right now because, one, they didn't win anything, and they dropped all the points to where now you were on a faith of a goal to not even making it into the Champions League. So I don't know what you guys think, but to me, the one that, that is with the biggest disappointment on that that top panel, to me, is AC Milan. Brian, you got something to say about that? Or you, Efren, um, with uh, the slot in there, you know, all those injuries, yeah, it, it affected them. Uh, for me, uh, I'm not disappointed in Milan due to the reason that, uh, you know, they made it into the Champions League. I think, yeah, what, what Michael said was right. Uh, you know, dropping points is not it, uh, especially against your rival team. Uh, but for me, you know, they have to get it. They got into the Liga. That's all I care about. For me, at least. You mean the champions, right? <laughs> I mean the champions, champions. right, right. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I agree with Michael on this. Um, you know, they shouldn't have uh, dropped points. You know, they. I think I think all of us can agree that we all thought they were going to win the Serie A in the beginning because, you know, they weren't looking like they were going backwards. You know, they looked like they were going forward. So, yeah, they were looking very strong. Um, you know, Salatan over here changed the whole team. So, I thought they were going to Until he got injured. Out, you know, and, and so then it, it showed, uh, it, it showed uh, that his absence hurt the team. You know, right. so it it goes back to what Ruben was saying earlier. Like it's not an individual sport. So if you're not there, then what does it matter if you were on the team or not? You know. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. To tell you the truth, I mean, they. I know he's been injured for most of the season, but they did fine without him because. Their last match was against Atalanta, and I said without Zlatan, I didn't think they were going to beat uh, Atalanta, but they managed to do it without them. I mean, they were lucky to, and the pressure was on them. So, I mean, hats off to Milan. I'm just happy to see them in the Champions League because, you know, they're finally back in it. Last time I saw them, they were so terrible. I mean, they were just so bad. I, if you guys remember the team they had, they had a uh, Banotelli, who I think that's his name, right? Yeah, Banotelli. Yeah, Banotelli. Yeah, he was already burnt out by then. Uh, you had uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Mustari, I think it is. Some, uh, I think it was a Ghanaian midfielder that they had. The, the team they just had El Shawadi, if you remember, he was there. I mean, just the team they had was just was not good and. You know, to see them back in there with were a you lot saying, of these young players. Were you were thinking uh, Suli Montari? Yeah, yeah, that's Suli who I was Montari. thinking. Suli Montari, there you go, there you go. But yeah, he was he, more better. He was better for Inter because he's he's also a a, a Mila, uh, Inter Milan guy for a long time. And then he went yeah. for There you go. I mean, and that just shows you right there. And there, and guess who was guess who was their last coach? The coach in the in the Champions League. Well, there was Massimo two. Allegri. Exactly. There's him, and then they got rid of him early, and they had a Sadoff in there as well. So, I mean, that just shows. I mean, the team that they had back then was terrible, and now they're back. I'm just glad to see him back. It's just been a while, you know. And, you know, personally for me, I would love, I would love Barcelona to face AC Milan. We'll probably get our ass beat. But <laughs> I'd like to see. I'd like to go up against them again because you know it just brings back that old times. But I'm just glad they're back in it. And you guys aren't giving Atalanta, you know, praise, man. This is like the third season in a row they're in the Champions League again, and you know this is like the only time in their history like they've ever been in the Champions League ever. So I'm giving my hats off to Atalanta. I mean, 
They were doing good all season, even though they got, you know, and this is no jab at Real Madrid or nothing. So hold your P's and Q's, Ruben and Kevin. But they gave Real Madrid a pretty good game in the round of 16 of the Champions League. And it shows they have potential to compete in the Champions League. So I think, I think they, uh, uh, they they should have won that cup against Juventus then. Oh, yeah, probably. But I mean, it, they had you know Juve had Ronaldo, so I mean Ronaldo's a big game player. So what can you do? No excuse. About I, I, no excuse. I think I think uh, what Atlanta Atlanta are lacking is what probably you've noticed if you noticed in the Champions League. Everybody that that made it to the last minute, uh, the last couple slots in the Champions League had depth. I think Atalanta are missing depth. They need a good bench. They need players that can uh, compete with Zapata and Munreal up in the uh, up on top. You know, you need you need depth, and that's what they're lacking. Definitely, I agree that they do need that depth. But I think it's even more, uh, even more. Uh, uh like backing up what Efren just said that we should, you know, uh, they've put it out, uh, put out in a, an outstanding season. Um, they, they should they don't have enough depth to compete in the champions league, but they still did it. Um, they got further than uh, Milan and, and that's, that's huge. It's massive. Um, but I think that's, that's, that's where you're right. I mean, to, to keep, compete, uh, to keep competing in the champions league and to keep competing in Serie A, um, you know, they need to get that depth in their team, which I'm sure they'll find because they find players out of nowhere. Um, they let guys go uh, like uh, Papo Gomez and, and, and the guy, uh, Gastein, who went to Leicester City. And they uh, everyone thought it was going to be a hard time after that. And, uh, I mean, they made up for it. They got players in, and and, uh, and they're still competing. So 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 props to, to Atlanta, too. They, they had a fantastic season. And Serie A is just popular again, man. It's good, man. I think Serie A yeah, it's, yeah, it's back up there. Uh, leagues is this season so so that's cool man i'm, I'm all for it yeah i'm, I'm all, all right, for well. it also i'm all for it uh i like i said it, it kind of reminds me back in the 90s and maybe like right before the 2000 when they kind of dropped off so i want to see what uh seria's got to bring well that's actually going to conclude uh reviewing the city and we're going to quickly move over to the premier league you guys because you know, we already know City, they won the Premier League like, you know, you know, monkeys months ago. So it don't matter. But what mattered was that top four United, they secured second place. That was also, you know, that was already a guarantee for them. So that don't matter. Uh, sorry, Ruben and Mike. But come on. <laughs> you guys, you guys. So, so who matters? The, the last place or what are, you, what are you trying to say here? I don't, I don't get it. No, the top four. <laughs> last time we did something like this, you guys said Liverpool wasn't going to make the top four. And I said, watch out and look what they did. Well, you drew, you drew them like a like a connect dot map or something, and they they follow that shit to the T. Exactly. I don't you know, know how that happened, at, but they followed they it. At, they were at seventh place, I think, at one the last time we discussed this, and then they jumped up to third, and that's where they finished. And Liverpool's in the Champions League, Chelsea's in the Champions League, but man, Leicester, man, I mean. I'm glad that they won the FA Cup. That was an underdog story, but man, I was hoping to see them in the Champions because now everyone's calling Brendan Rodgers, uh, you know what they say in England, a bottle job. You know he just dropped the ball at the last day of of the season because this is twice now because last season he was in the same position and dropped out of the Champions League. So 
I don't know. What do you guys think of, you know, Liverpool making the top four, Chelsea just barely making it, and Leicester not being in it? Uh, Efren, I got, like, something to say quick, bro, for you, personally. Uh, are you, like, more disappointed that uh, Leicester didn't get inside, or are you happy that Liverpool got inside? Because, like, I don't know which one, man. He's a Liverpool Low-key. fan, bro. Yeah. Low-key, I would have preferred both to happen. <laughs> I wanted both of them to make it. Chelsea... I didn't want them to make it, but I kind of knew it at some point they were, but they were just dropping the ball. So I don't, I don't know. But if I, I mean, I yeah, like props both. to Chelsea. I mean, they talk a lot, but props to Chelsea, man. They came way from the bottom, for real. And you know, no disrespect to Thomas Tuchel. You know, he's done really good, but I would have loved to see Leicester in there because, you know. Leicester's just they're just an underdog team. You no, know, they don't have like a rich history or nothing. You know, the first time they won the Premier League was in that amazing season in the 15-16 season, and they just won their first ever FA Cup in their history. So they don't have like a rich history, but to see them in the Champions League, I mean, we were talking earlier about Atalanta, you know, that's their this is their first time ever being in the Champions League for like three seasons in a row. I would have loved to see Leicester in there. But that's just me. But Liverpool. I mean, congrats, club. I mean, at one point, it looked like he wasn't going to do it. It looks like he was going to go out. Uh, there's still rumors that Mohamed Salah might go out, but now that they're in the Champions League, I mean, we'll see. But what do you guys think? I think we all, like, dropped the ball in Liverpool. Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting them to do anything. Uh, so they, like, crept up quietly out of nowhere, you know, because we, ri- we all wrote them off. You know, they weren't, they weren't doing nothing. Injuries, they had a shit season. So I think some of us were even saying they weren't even going to make Europa League, that Klopp was going to get fired or he was going to quit or whatever. And, yeah, we all slept on him, man. And I think Leicester slept on him, too. Um, you know, weren't expecting them to come up, you know, at the last stretch. And, uh, you know, uh, Gareth Bell came in and said, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get you. I'm going <laughs> to get Liverpool in the, into, the, into the Champions League. Or Chelsea, I'm sorry, it was Chelsea. But yeah, man. Um, unfortunately for Leicester, yeah, man, they dropped the ball. Um, FA, I think they focused too much or had their party too much on that FA Cup uh, win, and uh, yeah, I think they were a little too uh, hungover off that. So, congrats to Liverpool. Everybody wrote you guys off. Um, I think they just need to get their uh, their injured players back, uh, Van Dyke and 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 all these other guys. Um, and maybe we'll see something different. I think that I think for real, like the, the upcoming season is going to be a lot more competitive. We'll have uh Tuchel finally taking the Chelsea team from the beginning of a season, uh, club getting back all his injured players, uh, uh, United coming back up. Obviously, Cavani got getting to resign. Maybe they might even get, go for another, you know, maybe like Jaden Sancho or something like that. Um, obviously, City had a, a great season, um, they just have to continue it. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to see like a more all-out competitive uh, premier for this upcoming season. So it'll be more up in the air for the upcoming season. I, I think well, with was- uh, Liverpool's like situation, I think it's time for them to start building around a different, a newer player, um, and that player being Jota. I think um, definitely be a better choice for them. You know. Well, we'll better say. I think, I think I think we wrote off. I think we wrote off Liverpool because they were behind games. You know, they had had a couple games postponed. I think they were behind in points, but they were also behind in games. And when I look back at their schedule over the last month, I think the only only one competitive game they've had 
was against United, that they did perform very well. They had a huge game against United. Game against but all the other games, you know, I'm looking last game, or, or, or since April 20th, they played uh, Leeds, Newcastle, Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, and Crystal Palace. So they, I, you know, although they did make it, you know, their injuries were tough and stuff. I think they did also have a pretty easier road. We didn't see it. I don't think we saw it at the moment. I don't think anyone saw it. But they did kind of have an easier road to make top four. Um, and me personally, I'm a little disappointed uh, about the way the, the way the Premier League ended. Uh, not just because City won. Congratulations, Brian. Um, but because I would have loved to see Leicester City in that third place position and West Ham in that fourth place position. And seeing uh, West Ham and, and, and Leicester City in the Champions League, like how crazy would that have been? Um, so I will say that's the only disappointment I think I, I got from from the way the uh, the Premier League ended. Um, but United still had a good season, so I'm still okay. Yeah, I have to, I have to say uh, congratulations to Brian. We know he's a City player. Congratulations to City. They had a great season. Um, uh, uh, congratulations to Kun Aguero for a great career um, he had at City. Uh, in almost 10 years, I think. Got more goals than Wayne uh, Rooney. Yeah, getting to go out in a bang with two goals, um, overtaking uh, Wayne Rooney as a uh, top goal scorer for one club. I think just by one goal, he barely made it. But, you know, congratulations to him. A lot of respect to him. Um, he might be coming towards you know, our way to Barca. So we'll be seeing him on that Twitch channel. On how, how, if he, how do you guys so. feel about that, by <laughs> the way? How do the Barca fans feel about that? I, this last performance made me feel like he still got it, you know? Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, I think he could be like a, a Henrik Larsson type of a player for us. Like we we've had it before. You know, we had Henrik Larsson that came in as kind of like a super sub. So maybe he can be something like that. You know. Um, but yeah, I mean, the guy has shown that he's, he's take, still got it I'd a little bit. I take him over. I take him over Breath High any day. <laughs> oh yeah, brain. Yeah, of course. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. I want that guy out. Been one. It's a, it's an insult to the to the players I've had that number nine that that guy's wearing right now. Uh, big, big, uh, big legend to our club for uh, City. Um, I remember that time um, when he won that league for us in the last minute when he scored. Um, Aguero. Yeah, Aguero. Um, so you yeah, know, versus a, Queens. Damn, yeah, Queens. Yeah. In the last minute, man. So you know, uh, so it's a lot of memories for us. Uh, him, just you know, in general, just um, raising our club. Uh, you know, it's not a, you know, we were we weren't a. A big club before he arrived, but you know, once he arrived, you know, our club got bigger and bigger. So, um, you know, thanks to him, uh, thanks to everything he won for us, and uh, you know, uh, I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think uh, right, Go ahead. City, uh, they, they, I mean, in the last, I, I want to say the last maybe what six years, they've been upcoming, and they, they, they're starting to show that they, they're dominating a little bit of uh the English Premier League, they still have to show a little more for the rest of Europe. But I, I feel that they're on their way. But don't let don't let them fall asleep on that because a lot of the other teams are also uh kind of gathering themselves. And so if they, they think they already have it, then that's when you kinda drop the ball. So there's a lot of teams out there in the English Premier League that they're gonna get uh better players, better thing, try to compete with them. And it's starting to show because that that from the third place down, it was it was to the last second to find out exactly where everyone was going to land. So we don't even know. But but city but city like I said, city the last six years or so they they've been competitive and it's starting to show. 
But don't sleep on the competition because the competition can bite you in the ass uh, in the long run. Uh, definitely. I wanted to ask you guys, has this Premier League season been good at all? Because you, the amount of, uh, you know, the top teams, they've been doing bad. And, you know, pe- people have even said, and Brian, I wanted to ask you on this mostly. People said that with all the other, you know, top teams doing bad this season, like, you know, Liverpool with their injuries, Chelsea with Frank uh, Lampard, Tottenham with Mourinho, was this league, you know, sort of given to City? Because next season, I mean, these these teams are just going to – I mean, we, you've already seen that they're already strengthening their teams. I mean, Liverpool, they bought a center back from RB Leisbig. Uh, Ruben, you might know him, Kanate. And – you know, they've already started to strengthen up for next season. Do you think, Brian, next season will be even more competitive? Because City, they need to show up. I mean, they won this league without a striker. Let's say right now, they won it without a striker. Guero was mostly out for the season. They played as a false nine. They won it without a striker. But Foden coming through. Yeah, exactly. So do you um, think next season, you know- Brian, it's going to be tough for City? Uh, to answer your question, um, I think every season is difficult to win. It's, uh, especially, you know, like the Premier League is known for uh, teams competing. Like It doesn't even matter if it's a small team or a big team. You know, every team competes against everyone. So, you know, every every season is difficult. But, like, you know, we're all, we're all agreeing that the next season is going to be a lot difficult, even more to win this. So, um, you know, I think City took advantage of this year, you know, just in case if we don't win it next year. Uh, you know, Liverpool not having uh, their defense uh, – you know, uh, Chelsea uh, with all their coach. You know, they 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 went through a lot, and uh, so you know we took advantage of that for sure. So right now, you know, I'm I'm glad we won the Premier League. I just want to focus on the Champion League. Um, job is not finished. You know, we still have a season handed. Uh, you know, Saturday that's the biggest moment for us. So you know, job is not finished. Agree that the that the Premier League is still the the best league in the world. Um, obviously we got two. Uh, Premier League teams going into the Champions League, so I think they're still the best, the best league in the world. Any anybody else in agreement? Final thoughts? Uh, well, my my final thoughts is uh, how disappointing was this uh, Tottenham this uh, season, where uh, they they are more disappointing than the surprise itself that Liverpool made it to the top four with so many injuries and what the hell, Mourinho? I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> And if 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 the boot wasn't heavy enough to kick him to the curve, I would have given him mine also, you know, because he they, he they needed him to go. Because I don't know what Tottenham was thinking out there. Uh, they they even make Arsenal look good, you know. <laughs> well, I think that's what it is, Mike. I think that's what it is, Mike. I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, blame the season on like Tottenham players at all. I think I think it is uh, Mourinho. I think he has this bad habit of alienating star players and, and uh, uh, play, playing his his uh, his not his unattractive game that players don't want to really play. And I don't think these players want to play Mourinho's game. Um, and, uh, I mean, hopefully Italy they do. I mean, hopefully Roma players do because uh, – and I can see them actually do wanting to. I think uh, I think Serie A's kind of got that, that style of play already. So, I think – he made his time in uh, the Premier League, uh, well, at least his second time in Premier League, uh, last longer than it than it should have, to be honest. Uh, from just jumping around from from Chelsea to United to Tottenham, um, 
yeah, he he probably he probably should have never come back to Chelsea that for that that second time, um, and uh, he should he should have just continued focusing on maybe trying to pursue a career in uh, in in Serie A because that's I think that's more his game now. Um, that that style of plays, uh, I mean, you saw Diego Simeone's style of play barely cut it in La Liga, so you know what I mean. Just that style of play is not working right now, and and uh, I, I think I blame more uh, Tottenham season on on Jose, on Jose Mourinho. Jose, Jose, Jose Mourinho time done. Special one time is done. Is done. <laughs> the special one is done. The special one is done. Sorry. It's Jose. It's Jose. It's done. <laughs> I don't think he's special one anymore. But uh, all right, you guys. I mean, that concludes today's episode. That's actually the end of the season review in La Liga, Serie A, and uh, the Premier League. Uh, Atletico ones, uh, La Liga. Inter Milan won uh, City A, and um, uh, City won the Premier League. And we also have the other two two leagues. Uh, Bayern Munich, they won the Bundesliga. Congratulations to them. I mean, was that even a surprise to anyone? <laughs> and, you know, the surprise one is probably France because PSG didn't win, didn't win the French League. It was Lille. So congratulations to Lille. And can I... Yeah, man, since 2011. Jeez. Yeah, what what's going to happen to Poch now, you guys? <laughs> I, you know, They're going to use the same boot they used on Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. And Bappe leaving. Bappe leaving. Oh, yeah. Congratulations to all the teams. Uh, and today's episode of Mike Pan, Ruben, Big Mike, Kevin, Bri Bri, and Henry. 